Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. As usual, the show is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Lone Star Buttons is a 100% DIY handmade with the aid of machinery custom pin-on button company. All of their materials are made in the USA at a reasonable cost. They offer their shit in multiple sizes and shapes, just like me. The owner is this adorable fuzzball named Adam Stimpy Jones, and he is amazing to work with. He's very reliable, and he's got tons of experience. What more could you ask for? To get in touch with Adam at LoneStarButtons.com, all you gotta do is email that cocksucker at info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call him at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorag sent you, and you want to suck on his hairy tits. Also, if you want to take part in the show, that being sending in friend questions, or news stories, or just your general digital pat on the back, you can email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. We read everything that's get, that gets sent to us, and we will get back to you one way or another. So that's that. Let's get on with the show, coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Revenge of the World podcast with Gabe Dieter and Brennan Birch. Everybody, how's it going? Holy shit, you're here for episode 74. You know what that means? Next episode, the big 75. 75. Stay tuned, motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay, uh, with me this time, uh, bitch and Bernard Birch. Hello, hello. How's everybody doing? <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't, don't, know, don't, I don't get know. used to that. Yeah, hey, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm hearing in my head all the time, anyway, man. Mm. It's tough being a champion. It's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so what's up? How you doing? Sage words from Bitch and Brennan Birch. Uh, doing good. Yeah. Um, I got a little roasted yesterday. Really? <laughs> uh, the sun is a very hot ball of gas. Yeah. So the scientists say. <laughs> and I experienced its heat. Okay. Uh, at the flea market. That's that's a good place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're you're familiar with this one, Coles. Yeah. Is it Coles in Pearland? It's uh it's the place you want to go if the apocalypse happens because they have a sword shop where you can buy a sword for $20. Yeah. If you go into that shop with $40, you're fucking, you have no good intentions for what you do with your life. If you go in there with $40, you're already like twice as prepared for the apocalypse. You're, you're on the, uh, on the list. Yeah. Don't use your credit card at the sword shop. <laughs> God, I haven't been in that flea market in a really long time. I just, I just, I just remember it just feeling like walking through hot breath all the time. Dude, that's the that's the flea market my dream was about. Yeah, the dream where, uh, yeah. Holy shit. Anyway, it was hot as fuck, mm-hmm. and I made it a quick trip with uh, Brutiguez, Rodriguez, Renee Cruz, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was uh, 
it was an experience. It always is. Yeah. When you go to those uh kind of DIY pop up like there were no there were no temporary structures. Yeah. But when they built the flea market, it was like out of untreated wood. <laughs> <laughs> so everything everything on the outside that's that's permanent is uh very dilapidated and mm-hmm. uh it's like walking inside of an oven because they use so much sheet metal <laughs> yeah. for the roof. It's like radiant heat. It is really brutal, and it's just it's super dusty. And yeah, they they have no asphalt. Yeah. It's all dirt and rocks. <laughs> uh, shout out to Rob De- Ron Nade. I don't know why I can't say his name. Uh, he hooked me up with some sweet figures. Oh yeah. Uh, do you remember this this shop? He was a half toy shop, half guitar shop uh vaguely so he used to have guitars in one area and Mm -hmm. then toys in like you know the surrounding areas right now he has toys hugging the walls and the guitars are like in front of that wow so every little thing that i point out and i want to check out i have to tell him Mm -hmm. and he'll move a rack of guitars and a a beat up old chair out of the way wow. to get something that's broken. <laughs> so, so basically he's just got like a collectible fire hazard shop. Yeah. No, people will <laughs> die if they're caught in there. Man, that, that seems really dangerous. It'd be bad if the roof collapsed. Yeah. Because... Uh, you know what? Come to think of it, the Coles flea market is probably the last place you want to be if the apocalypse goes down. Because, you know, once, once the people start stampeding... Yeah. yeah no. Yeah, three quarters you of you are going to die. <clears throat> Flea market shoppers are going to be the ones that know the apocalypse is about to happen. So they're not even going to be there. <laughs> That's true. That's really true. <laughs> the only reason for being there, if you, I don't know, man, you got to wake up and say, it is my duty to go to the flea market today. If you don't, you know, otherwise it's just like, do I want to go to the flea market? Yeah, what the fuck? It's not like, oh, do I want to go to the <laughs> flea market? Or do I want to stay home? It's like, it shouldn't be that big of a uh, commitment anyway. <laughs> What's up with you, Brennan? Oh, I, I saw some interesting um, pictures on your feed this y- weekend. Yeah. Uh, I went out to visit my mom. All the family was going out there just to kind of hang out for a little bit of a pre-4th of July gathering. And, you know, like all family pre-4th of July gatherings, it ended in a trip to the emergency room. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I was out there. And my son was outside playing, mm-hmm. and he with was, fireworks. No, it wasn't with. Actually, wasn't with fireworks. That that's the shocking thing here. Yeah, but uh, he was outside, and my mom just with got the boomerang, <laughs> boomerang, boomerang sword <laughs> from the flea market. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I, I won't interrupt the story. <laughs> well, my mom just got like this. Got chickens, uh-huh. and they have like a chicken coop, and it's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. So wow, he must have. Loved yeah, he, that. he's like. There's actually he named his. He has a chicken out there, and it's named after him. He named his chicken Nathan. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is incredible. And sweet. my other nephew also named his chicken after himself. So there's Nathan and Evan are two Ooh, of the chickens. What? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> They're the two roosters. Anyway, so he's out there. They're checking out the chickens, having a big old time. And, you know, Nathan is, he's a really excitable kid. He, he likes to run around and get crazy. But he's also uh, challenged in the area of <laughs> equilibrium. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's, he's, yeah. He's, he's always coming home with bumps and scrapes. And, you know, he just he just gets really excited. He stops paying attention to what he's doing and he gets hurt all the time. He's more the, uh, let's see. He's, he has the makings of a great stuntman. 
He's the opposite of a ninja. Yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it. Yeah, you know he, he's got the enthusiasm, you know, and yeah. if if his only follow through that's required of him is just to fall, he's got it in the bag. Okay, well anyway, uh, so he's running, he's facing the other way, you know, looking at his cousin behind him as he's running, oh, and no. <laughs> that's a bad you know, sign. and my mom lives out in the country, and you know, it's it's kind of a kind of like a farmish. Uh-huh. set up you know there's like you know sheds he and... ran right into the tractor sitting out in the well, field he ran right into like this like one of these like big diesel heater things mm. that's it's uh, i think it's called a salamander huh. it's, it's just like a big two like a pipe basically that sticks up in the air and it generates heat you know like you, you oh yeah you burn yeah, diesel yeah. In. yeah gotcha. well there's we had one of those it's like an old one that was around and there was a piece of rusty metal that just happened to be hanging off of one of those at just the right angle oh. at just the right height and he caught it in the chin yeah so yeah he got a nice little gash uh it was split just far enough to where it wouldn't heal together properly on its own, so you had to get four stitches. Oh, okay. So it wasn't super bad, it wasn't super deep, but, you know, it was rusty metal, so you want to take them to the doctor and make sure that they have their tetanus shot, which, you know, luckily with immunizations, now they do that. Yeah. So get your kids immunized. <laughs> you know, it, it's good for things beyond, you know, all the diseases. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, went to the emergency room. What is that that uh, section of conspiracy theorists called? Uh, anti-vaxxers. anti-vaxxers yeah okay gotcha yeah I'm, I'm hoping we don't have too many of those listings so you didn't stitch them up yourself no no roadhouse style no <laughs> pain don't hurt um no i took him to the emergency room uh he got a local you know that kind of freaked him out because it felt like a bee sting mm-hmm. but once that thing you know kind of set in he got his stitches took it like a man get a copy of the records keep them in the trunk of your car yeah i should do that <laughs> <laughs> but yeah he just got to it. make things quick <laughs> Let me catch you up to speed, Doc. My kid has a history. So yeah, uh, you know, once he got his while you're putting in, those stitches in, take can you take yeah, those can you out? Take those out? <laughs> <laughs> got a couple bullets in my shoulder, if you don't mind. <laughs> I mean, what since you're back there? Some asshole cut me with his boot knife. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, stitches for little Nate. Yeah, it's his, it's his, his first like stitches. So does the chicken have stitches? <laughs> Uh, i don't know i I don't Um, know either (laughs) that's really cool that he has uh so your mom's um cultivating eggs yeah she has a they have like a i think 20 chickens wow and they have you know they grow a lot of their own food and stuff like that so that's awesome really cool i'm hoping to do a little bit of that myself eventually what'd y'all have for breakfast what what'd y'all have for breakfast (laughs) uh i don't know eggs See, they're useful people. Yeah. You can you can have a fucking farm in your house, in your backyard. Anybody, anybody can do it. So vaccinate your kids, get some chickens. Get some chickens. Full of useful information they, today. They eat uh bugs and yep. you know, lay eggs yeah. which you can eat. It's great. <laughs> um had an art night last night. Yeah, I saw. Very exciting. Um, I have not enjoyed like drawing that much in a long time. Yeah. Like actually I haven't drawn for pleasure in uh god must have been six months yeah. well it used to be like a real social activity with you like well really with both of us but right you know it was like a thing that you know hey everybody get together and hang out and draw you know yeah. art night yes yeah. and you know it seemed like for a while that kind of faded out but maybe maybe that's what you need a little bit of hey man if you ever want to come over during the week just let me know i uh or i could go to your place yeah i well, love it we probably have to come over here i don't really have any furniture so oh, okay <laughs> um yeah, I hadn't drawn in a long time. I, I've been in a couple shows, and I've done pieces for those, yeah. but other than that, mm-hmm. I have not just sat down and drawn for fun. Yeah. And last night I did that with a couple things, and I went through a super old sketchbook 
Yeah. And it had like all the greatest hits, you know? Yeah. Of like uh that very first dummy show. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, where where did this come from in yeah. my brain? And I was trying to I was trying too hard. Like for those months, I you know, yeah, I just couldn't bring myself to draw because I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. You know? And uh last night it just came out again like yeah. it normally did you know well yeah I, I think that you know sometimes that's the thing that happens to people especially like if you're a person that like has developed like a little bit of a body of work and you know people have kind of seen what you do like you start kind of getting too much in your head about it when the way that you developed that in the first place was just that by having the pleasure of just sitting down and doing it yeah and just being like free about it and it's uh it's weird that something that you love to do mm -hmm. just for the fun of doing it yeah. without any obligations mm -hmm. you know is can be turned into something that you're obligated to do and you enjoy it much less yeah it's weird I, mean, I think that a lot of that's like just your attitude towards it period you know yeah i mean I, I, that, that's been a thing that's always like kept me like you know it's always held me back a lot it's just feeling like just being in my head about doing things but usually like whenever i go through my sketchbooks and stuff it's like oh yeah all this stuff's really good well how come whenever i really sit down and try mm -hmm. it sucks well the reason it really sucks is because i'm sitting down and i'm trying and i'm so in my head about it you know yeah when i'm drawing the sketchbook i'm just like sitting around listening to music and just drawing you know right um skill wise yeah excuse me Coffee makes me gassy. Uh, <laughs> Skill-wise, not my own skill, but just an observation. Uh, stuff that I formulated as my style yeah. is one thing that happened over four years. Yeah. Uh, and then after that, were just little tricks added, right? Yeah. <laughs> Whenever uh, I looked through my work, I forgot all the tricks, but my style stayed. Like, I, I have yeah. no fucking bag of tricks anymore. Yeah. Unle unless I look at it and then remember, you know, hey, you figured that out at one point. Yeah. You know, it's weird. It's weird dropping it for so long and then picking it up again. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you drop it, like, you're, you're just not used to being in that headspace of even working. So, I mean, you're not even, you know, I, th I think that's probably why you're losing, like, a lot of the little tricks or whatever, just because you're not, you haven't been steadily working and using them, you know? Yeah. They, haven't, they haven't really become a part of the vocabulary as much as, like, the, you know, your right. style had. It's broken English. Yeah. Spanish, more like. Yeah. Huh. Anyway, <laughs> I really enjoyed Art Night last night. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Renee came and he draw he drew for you know uh, maybe four hours. Oh wow, something like that. Sounds like a good solid art night. Oh man, you wouldn't believe it. Uh, I pulled out this. This is inside baseball. Uh, if you're not an artist, I'm sorry for going on about it. But uh, I pulled out um a new watercolor set. Yeah. And it complements the watercolor set that I always use. Yeah. Which I, I can't even think of the brand right now. It's the discs that yeah, lock the together. Interlocking things, yeah. Yeah. Um so I went to Hobby Lobby and with their toy paints and stuff like that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the little kits for kids. Yeah. They have uh that same style of disc. They might even lock together, I don't know. But it was like a generic brand and they filled in everything that's missing on that original color palette oh wow it's fucking crazy that's like awesome. they have day glow colors hmm. watercolors wow. that are day glow it's fucking crazy that's really interesting uh anyway when i showed that to renee he was like oh my god <laughs> you know because he's like a watercolor geek like i yeah. am uh not in practice but in observation um and it was just weird like yeah. that that art night was a fucking art night like, yeah 
we talked about uh, art and music and just for four fucking hours. And then he left, and then I, I, I went another couple hours. Wow. It was really awesome. That's rad. Now you know what I'm excited about. <laughs> that's that's what it is. That's awesome. Uh, I don't know, man. You got anything else going on? Uh, oh, I was going to ask you. Yeah. Got a new ghost story to tell the public? Uh, Which one? The one where you could be schizophrenic, but oh, hopefully yes, not. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, the other day it was uh, it was like early in the morning. Like I I'd, I'd called into work. It was like that weekend after yeah, I'd worked. set the set the scene. Okay. Well, I, I I worked a bunch of hours, you know, overtime over the weekend, and so I called into work and I was like, hey, I'm gonna be a couple hours late. I'm gonna sleep in a little bit, you know. I worked like 23 hours over that weekend. So I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to chill out. You called in, fuck you, for two hours. Basically, yeah. And they're, they, you know, they, they're usually pretty understanding about that. Like, if you have a really bad weekend. So I called them and I'm laying in bed and I'd just woken up and I'm just kind of laying there. I'm kind of, you know, getting ready to get out of bed. When from in the other room, like in, the, in my living room, I clearly, distinctly, as clear as day, heard a woman's voice say my name. Like, like to the point where it was like someone really, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Projecting. Mm-hmm. And it echoed on the walls. Wow. Like, you know, because my, I mean, my, my living room is pretty, you know, empty and it's like a long hallway, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I heard a voice just clear as day say Brennan and it echoed once off my wall. Like mimic how, how she said it? Like she said Brennan, like just straight up. Wow. And it was clear no as day. No inflection to it at all? Like No, it was, it, was, it was just like a person was calling me. Like, hey, you know, like trying to get your attention. Yeah, exactly. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's your Amityville get out moment. Yeah. yeah like, <laughs> see, that's like. But it wasn't that. Yeah. It was, it was completely benign. Like before, I wasn't really like freaked out about it. You uh-huh. know, like I, I just thought it was kind of interesting. It was kind of fun. But that's a little too close for me. That's a little too close to, you know, entering the third dimension. <laughs> so. Dude yeah yeah like i I feel like that's one step from like stuff moving yeah but oh man the scientific curiosity of being in that situation and and, you know but is incredible that's true but at the same time you know i'm also a parent and you know i I have my kid like three days a week yeah and if stuff starts getting weird i don't want my kid around for that you know well he's only gonna freak out if you freak out um I don't know. Remember it's... the Nate square dancing thing? Like, if, if the ghost taught him to square dance and he <laughs> yeah. just learned learned it out of nowhere. Um, you know, you gotta look for that kind of situation. I, I know, I know, but like, also like, uh, you know, my, my sister that I'm renting the house from, uh, she comes and walks my dog every day. And since I've been uh, telling her, since I've been telling her about all this, like, she's kind of afraid to even come into the house. Darcy walks. No, Amy. Oh, Amy comes yeah. and walks Max. That's awesome. Yeah she, she, yeah, she lives like right around the corner. Like, that's great. They live like right on the other side of the stadium. So yeah, but um, yeah. So I'm thinking exorcism. <laughs> exorcism of a non-human being i've never heard of that well i mean you know like a you know white sage in the place and just purging it because oh um, you gotta get somebody to bless your house yeah so uh, who's gonna do that <laughs> well i mean you, you can like you know burn white, the white sage smudge uh-huh. things and you know that's supposed to work so okay i understand i i don't know if that's the picture you placed in my mind is somebody like going to spray for ants like gotta put this around the baseboards you know yeah uh but people like i've seen witches white sage places yeah and i've I've seen it in movies where people do it themselves and it doesn't ever work out because it's a ghost movie but uh i don't know maybe you should find somebody that practices white (laughs) magic or that that's just my paranormal thoughts on it yeah well i don't know maybe maybe it's gonna get worse before it gets better i don't know (laughs) 
I don't think so. I don't know. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm a little, I gotta admit, I'm a little uncomfortable, like, sleeping in the house sometimes now. Really? Yeah. Wow. I guess I would, too. I, I'm just, it's more fun for me, because it's not yeah, my it's, house. Yeah, it's not your house. <laughs> yeah. You're hearing the fun part of the story. You weren't there, whatever, your name was echoing off the walls. So... <laughs> Well, uh, I've actually heard my voice, not my voice, but mm-hmm. uh, my name being called yeah. once. And uh, it creeped me out in a way that uh, I don't want to be a psychiatric patient yeah. in my entire life. Yeah. Uh, but I just heard a female voice go, Gabriel, <laughs> like that. Like they were they were calling me, but in a musical way. Yeah. And in Ugh. a friendly kind of... Ugh. No, no, it didn't give me the creeps. It, I thought it was somebody I loved, or yeah. that loved me, is yeah. what it sounded like. But uh, it's fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah, just just because I was like, you know, I asked my girlfriend at the time, did you did you call me mm-hmm. in my sleep and, and ask say my name like that? And she was like, no. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. Well, the only other time that I've ever, like, actually... Well, there's two other times that I've heard stuff, but uh-huh. the one that I'm about to tell you about... Uh, whenever I was in the Air Force, whenever I lived in Washington, uh, I used acid to... doesn't show up in blood test. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. Okay, uh, I was. Uh, I was whenever. I, I'm sorry, you, you threw my train of thought off. Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, like uh, I, I used to work in uh, the armory. Like uh-huh. I could, uh, when I at the end, that's what I did. I worked in mobility and I worked in the armory. Okay. And so sometimes whenever people would come in on really late night flights, you know, coming back from Afghanistan and stuff like that, somebody would have to be there to check their weapons back in and, you know, kind of just guard the vault, basically. Mm-hmm. So this was one of those nights and, you know, I, I kind of drew armory duty or whatever. So, so people came in, they dropped off their guns and, you know, we cleared them. Everything was good to go. And I was kind of wrapping things up for the night and I was going to park a forklift and plug it in to charge. And it was way on the other side of the, like the warehouse. And the warehouse was like a huge building. And the thing about Fairchild Air Force Base is it used to be an army base. And the thing about the armory at Fairchild Air Force Base is it used to be an army morgue. Oh, wow. So I was there. Morgues are better than hospitals, I've heard. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like either of them. But <laughs> that's that's where they get off the bus. Yeah. <laughs> anyway go ahead. so it was like two o'clock in the morning and you know i'd done all this stuff getting ready to go uh-huh. into the shift i'm on the way on the other side of the warehouse like as far away from an exit as you can possibly be <laughs> oh man and clear as day i heard a voice say hey over here and i've never driven a forklift so fast in my life <laughs> <laughs> you had it floored yeah i floored it i i didn't i never plugged it in to charge it i drove it to the front door and ran out <laughs> oh my god that's so Incredible. I'm wondering if maybe I'm just like a little bit, I'm either, I'm either crazy or I'm a little bit susceptible to this sort of stuff. Yeah, no, I think maybe the first thing <laughs> that I'm crazy. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I, uh, no, like whenever something weird happens that, uh, you can't explain, I see other stories about that kind of stuff and I'm just like, oh, this person might be yeah. fucking nuts. Because yeah. I've seen it, you know, UFO shit. Mm-hmm. There's crazy fucking people that yeah. believe that stuff. Anyway, <laughs> um, and this is this is uh, a multitude of situations where I'll see something from the outside, and then I'll have to ask myself, "Fuck, am I like that?" <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh no!" And I'll I'll have to do some some soul searching yeah. over that, and I'll be like, oh, "I'm not." I, I went to a UFO meeting, not a convention, yeah. where there's, like, a ton of people, a meeting where there's, like, 20 people. Yeah. You know, 30 people. Uh, well, when you're the first, when you're a new person, 
people stare at you, you know, yeah. in a small group, people will say, hey, who's that guy? And just, you know, many people will be doing that to you. Yeah. Sorry, I'm motioning with my hands. Uh, well, when we walked in, people started doing that. Right. And this, you know, people came up to us and, and introduced themselves. The weirdest guy was uh, an Air Force guy. Mm-hmm. So he says, I don't know, there's a lot of fucking, you know, yeah. hustlers out there. But uh, this guy came and he was wearing his flight suit. A fucking sky blue flight suit with uh I know they don't they don't wear those anymore. Uh I don't know if the trainers do anymore either, but this guy had one. I mean it was a legit flight suit that was like blue. I don't know. I don't know how to uh it was like true blue. Okay. Um he had some patches on and stuff, but this is going on way too long. Uh he started rubbing his thighs when he talked to us. Yeah. And I had brought uh, a female companion on this uh, this trip yeah. with uh, two two of my coworkers. Yeah. That are just as weird as I am, if not weirder. Um, so this guy introduces himself to the female companion mm. and then to me. So he's talking to her, but he's rubbing his fucking thighs. Yeah. Like, I'll stand up and do... Like, while he's talking, he'll be doing this. Yeah. Like, he's, like, kind of standing at attention, but he's rubbing his thighs with his hands. Like, where your pockets are in your in your pants? Yeah. That's what he was rubbing. Wow. Like, he had a fucking rabbit's foot under there or something. <laughs> and I was like, uh... It was, it was not the highlight of the trip. Captain Rubbington was not. <laughs> Captain uh, Rubbington. But that's what we called him. Um, there were a lot of interesting folks folks at that place so what you're I'll saying tell, i'll tell some more stories so basically but, you're you're equating me to captain rubbington <laughs> you're the, not captain rubbington you're the new guy that just walked in that's probably more normal than uh other people experiencing okay. ghosts all right it's <laughs> a long way around to get to that yeah <laughs> sorry um want to go in some news let's do it oh i just wanted to talk about one thing oh yeah um have you seen the prisma app out of Ru- you know what let's go to news sorry We all know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. All right, Brennan. All right. Guess what's going on? What's going on? You're supposed to guess. You're supposed to guess? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not very good at this. I sent you a picture <laughs> of what I was going to cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Jesse... This isn't a very good game. Oh, okay. I, I lose. Um, in, the ga- in the game of chance, Ugh. risk is your only reward. I don't know. <laughs> that didn't even kind of make sense. Damn it. <laughs> Think about it. Um, that Jesse Williams speech that I covered uh, last week. Yeah, on the uh, BET Awards? Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I've seen I've seen so many different cuts of that really on the news and they all cut whenever he starts to talk about uh branding yeah when he's like talking about wearing other people's names on your back and yes like yeah like that's where they cut it that's interesting it's very fucking interesting huh it's like why wake people up to commercialism when we're selling ads yeah you know it's very strange well, i mean that's 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 kind of how it goes though i mean that's that's who's paying for everything you know yeah yeah i mean why why wouldn't they but 
at the same time, I, th- I think that, you know, like we don't speak against custom buttons, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, 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 or that'd be like having a guest on that talked against, uh, I've, I've had some pretty harsh words for the pin community, but <laughs> <laughs> really, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I feel like that whole thing is just, it, it could be so much better than what it is. <laughs> Just, I'm so tired of Bart Simpson and pizza and oh man and like yeah. people just doing like here's your here's your childhood from the 90s mashed up with a black flag logo Ooh, it's so gross damn, it's, shots fired it's just like you know be smart make something new anyway sorry uh, com- uh coming soon <laughs> uh, I worked on a button last night anyway um yeah so I thought it was interesting uh yeah, I, I, I don't and know. It t- you know, it took me forever to find that clip. Yeah. Because so many people were commenting on it. Mm-hmm. And that's what the YouTube search started with yeah. was people commenting on it. Yeah. So there's a lot of like uh, just YouTubers mm-hmm. making their own video with that as the image. Yeah. But they just talk over it. Yeah. I mean, the pretty pe- strange. There's like a whole wing of YouTube that's just like people commenting on things. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's weird. Like, I don't know, we give, like, way too much, you know, voice to the talking head. That's, like, one of the negative things of just internet culture in general is, you know, I mean, it, it's good that everybody has a voice, but, man, everybody has a voice now. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are making a podcast. Here we are making a podcast. <laughs> Complaining <laughs> about it. Enjoy, people. Yeah. Um, you know, I feel like taking callers. Yeah. Just so we could be in with that and give people a voice. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I love talking to you, Brennan. Yeah. But a little outside salt and pepper probably could uh I'd be down help for callers with some conversation. Yeah. Um we've had callers before, but it's not I think we should do friend questions yeah. that way. Oh, that would be that's a good idea. Yeah. We should set up like a voicemail box. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So if um, anybody wants to prank call Revenge of the World, we, we might be able to have that going pretty soon. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> um next story. Okay, you might know about this. Uh Ray Kurzweil. Yeah. Uh he had that story out. Did you see it this week? Did you see anything on him? No, I didn't see anything in particular. He takes 77 supplements daily. Yeah, I, I saw a documentary one time where they showed like how many vitamins he takes. He's man, that's just expensive pee. <laughs> that's so stupid. That's not going to save his life. He's going to I bet he dies soon. Ooh. I bet he damn. dies soon. Shots fired once again from bitching Brennan Birch. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm angry today, man. <laughs> <laughs> you sound pretty upbeat actually. Um, I don't know. It's just I don't see, I don't, like, hasn't the medical science industry pretty much come out with the, you know, the information that supplements really aren't doing that much for you? I mean, that, that's that's pretty much where we're at with it as far as science is concerned. The way um, Thomas Dieter explained it to me is it takes, it takes weeks for that supplement to, it's like filling up your gas tank mm-hmm. and every day you're using gas and using gas and using gas, but you're replacing gas at the same time. Yeah. Uh, it just has to get to like a full saturation level and then it'll start sticking with you. And that's how you get engine deposits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you're that's gonna how I'll start freebasing hydrogen. All that calcium you've been putting into your body has now turned into bone spurs. <laughs> you have bones in your intestines. You're fucking Wolverine now. Uh, crazy. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm not sure that, you know, medical science is curse wiles. Forte. <laughs> no, probably not. He's really good at making a synthesizer, but <laughs> really, what did he? Yeah, do? he makes like electronic pianos. That's like this, that's oh, how he okay. made all his money. Oh, okay, yeah. Huh. Interesting. I did not know that. Um. Let's see. Oh, did you see that? Uh, 
Did you look up that Garden of Eden story where SWAT raided a farm? Yeah. <laughs> and with a warrant for cannabis and seized 17 blackberry bushes, 15 okra plants, and 14 to- tomatillo plants. Man, I do love a failed cannabis raid. <laughs> that's that's what the Abilene, Texas SWAT team did. Man, they just wanted they they weren't walking out of there with nothing. You know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they 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 got the van, they got the drones You're in flying. code violation for right? having these bushes too close to the street. We're taking them. <laughs> so that's exactly what they did. It's so dumb. Like, I don't know, like And then he, they gunned them down. They gunned down the bushes. Yeah, they just take them out back and shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Buried them in a shallow grave. They put them in the burn pit and they were pissed cuz Blackberry doesn't get you high. <laughs> so funny man speak rolling that into the cannabis vote in california yeah they're they're going up for legalization now it's uh it's gaining forward momentum yeah well i mean it's it's already basically legal you know right i mean anybody you have to have a license that some quack doctor yeah that came from florida after the <laughs> fucking after they legal meth got shut down uh he comes over to la and gives you lost his license to distribute oxycontin (laughs) pharmaceutical weed and all you have to do is like go in there and say your back hurts basically and you can get a card so they might as well just suffer from sinus pressure yeah you need to smoke more (laughs) sounds like a plan yeah i don't know i i just really think that the whole you know, prohibition is kind of ridiculous at this point. I mean, if if you want it, you can get it. Might as well, you know, make it safe as safe as possible. Anyway. Yeah, uh, actually, um, they said Colorado smoking with uh, teenagers. Yeah, is down. Like, well, that's interesting though. Because way way down. I read an article. It's not about, fucking cool anymore. <laughs> well, I read an article about this, and their parents are stoned out the gills. That's not Sorry. completely accurate though, because okay. I mean, maybe the smoking is down, mm-hmm. but arrests for like minority teenagers in Colorado have gone up. Really? And that's like one of the things that like, you know, people are concerned with is like more, but it's weird because that's only based on like school arrests. So I guess like more, I mean, from the, what I read was that I guess more minority kids are bringing it to school, which is, I don't know, kind of just a bad idea anyway. Weird. But, uh, I don't know, I guess don't bring your weed to school. <laughs> it's, it's going to become taboo in a different kind of way. Like I stole the, instead of I stole these Oxycontin out of my parents, yeah. you know, uh, cabinet, it's going to be, you know, Hey, look, look at this nugget that my yeah. mom had. Well, you know, and, and it's and, like purple glowing radiation. And I, I would rather, you know, with, if it were my kid, I would rather my kid find that than Oxycontin because Oxycontin is freaking oh, heroin, yeah. you yeah. know? <laughs> no, no doubt. Yeah. So um, I don't know. let's see. Oh, I thought it was interesting. This votes not only, um, legalizing you know recreational weed but also hemp really yeah so that's gonna lead to you know maybe some new textiles manufacturing jobs i think that'd be great for california yeah i mean they definitely need it i just wonder where they're gonna get the water to grow all this weed oh who needs avocados when you can grow fucking the best yeah magic tobacco (laughs) magic tobacco (laughs) that you know you can sell the uh psychoactive part but you can also sell everything else yeah to make textiles it's a win-win and that's that's i think that's going to garner more support in a business mm-hmm. aspect yeah because it's not only going to be making money for you know shops but farmers too right and that they're they're the ones that rule fucking california anyway yeah or they'd have water <laughs> uh let's see brexit is still in the news yeah uh did you see that they're trying to recall it <laughs> 
I saw something about um, Scotland vetoing it. Oh, uh, well, Scotland, uh, you know, they had a vote, I guess, about a year ago, maybe maybe two years ago. I'm not sure exactly. To stay in Britain. They, yeah, right? yeah, whether or not they were going to leave the UK. Mm-hmm. Well, now they're talking about leaving again. So they're, they're talking about having another vote so that maybe they can stay a part of the European Union. Yeah. And But also there's another, there's a petition going around uh, that last I saw had 600,000 signatures trying to get another vote as to whether or not they were going to leave. Because a lot of the people that voted leave like felt like they were misled because there was a lot of the information out there was outright lies. And, you know, the people that perpetrated those lies have basically just said, yeah, those were lies. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, the weird thing, I, I said, uh, what, two episodes ago that I was going to do some research yeah. into the propaganda for leaving mm-hmm. because I didn't, I couldn't wrap my head around the reason to stay or the reason to go. Right. Uh, Because, you know. It's a completely different system that from, we're not familiar with. <laughs> right. And from the news, it just... It didn't hit home. Like, yeah, who gives a fuck if they're part of the union, you know? Yeah. But um, the only part of propaganda I could find was a video to leave. Yeah. And it was some guy was interviewing an old man that was in charge of like a big bank, you know, mm-hmm. CEO or something. And they were asking him a bunch of questions about, you know, it was on a financial basis that that piece of propaganda wanted you to leave. Right. Because... <clears throat> England was paying money to such and such. It was just debt swapping. Yeah. That's all it was. They were they were swapping debt. England was going into debt. Mm-hmm. But then again, those other countries were going into debt with England. Right. Uh, so I don't know. That kind of seems like that's how like, yeah, I saw, I saw some videos like I, like, I guess it was on some quiz show or something like that. Yeah. Where like they were like asking, you know, who owns who's debt or whatever. And they were just going back and forth. And basically that, that's just all it appears to be is just that everyone is just kind of trading their debt around, you know, and, and uh, when you talk about, uh, the U S debt, and this is just, you know, kind of making it more relatable to us mm. when that comes up in the news yeah. that we owe like $13 trillion to or something like yeah. that. Who do we owe that debt to? Mm-hmm. It's to, you know, central banks. Right. They're the only ones big enough to make the loans. Right. Anyway, um, they never say who owes us money. Mm-hmm. You just take into, con- into account that nobody does. Why, yeah. would, why would somebody owe us money? Well, we pay out billions right. to other countries well, every year at this point it feels like the economy is just completely arbitrary <laughs> like yeah. i don't know it's just a system of points that don't really seem to represent anything anymore agreed kind of makes you wonder why you're even going to work <laughs> dude don't get me started uh i think that every time i get a paycheck yeah and it goes straight to other people yeah you immediately pay your bills and you're like okay well that was fine i, I worked time off of my lifespan mm-hmm. uh to meet obligations to other companies right it's like i work for my company mm-hmm. to pay your company yeah <laughs> it's fucked up but that's how everything works basically... it's all it's a it's a uh ecosystem yeah there's uh i don't know it's weird <laughs> think about it people <laughs> your fucking existence is a lot uh <laughs> so in we're new... doing so well about not going doing gloom so far <laughs> god damn it <laughs> This was a pretty relatively upbeat episode. Uh, sorry, guys. God. It's me this time. Uh, like it's you ever. Uh, it's always me putting the, the period on that sentence. <laughs> um, 42-year-old homeless man has been arrested after attacking two women with his feces. Wow. Uh, in New York City. Did I say New York City? No. But that That's pretty much life in the big city. That's, you, that's the New York... 
that I know of. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's the taxi driver in New York. Yeah, you know? that's that's we, like we need to bring that back. It's supposed to be a jungle, not yeah, exactly. Cybertron. Like, I I don't like whenever I see like anything about New York now, like that place doesn't look appealing to me. No, but like New York in the eighties, like Ghostbusters, New York. Ghostbusters. I want to live York. in Ghostbusters, New York. I want to live in Taxi Driver, New York. Yeah, you know that where shit seemed wild and fun. Yeah, where it's a, where it's like a little bit crazy. Everything's you know relatively cheap. You could live in like a crappy place for like two hundred dollars a month and like live in New York City. You yeah, know? you might share it with rats and cockroaches. Yeah, but, but you're also going to share it with Lydia Lunch. <laughs> you're also so. going to write a song about it, and it's going to make history. Uh, yeah, the I've been reading a lot about uh, the art going out of New York. Yeah, like no one can afford to live there anymore. You just can't. You have to be big. Like yeah. you have to make millions every year. Yeah. To have a place, it was like for a while. It seemed like everybody was gonna go to Detroit. I don't know. There, there was like, that would have been that would have been perfect. That would have been great. But yeah. I mean, I think it's just it's just not capable of you know really sustaining. You know, I'm not sure if they're really ready like for people to live there <laughs> exactly yet. Yeah, I don't know. I kept seeing those ads every once in a while for uh, homes for sale yeah. for five hundred dollars. Yeah, crazy. Seems- you would think that. I mean, if there's ever an opportunity for gentrification, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole city ready for it. Yeah, you know, and I don't mean racially. It's just if you want to invest in yeah. something that you can buy in at mm-hmm. at a fucking rock bottom price. Yeah. Well, there were a lot of people trying to do that. Like there were uh, some investors that were actually from Detroit but that were trying to to be the first ones yeah. to do that to cross your fingers and hope people follow you. Yeah. Oh, that's risky, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, the thing about Detroit, though, is like it, it was so heavily based around manufacturing. Yes. So, I mean, you really have to get something going, like as far as like people need a place to work, you know, and that, right. that so much of that's just gone now. Yeah. I mean, uh, just the Midwest has just got destroyed in the last 30 years. The it's funny you bring that up because uh, it seems like there's there's about to be a plague on businesses like retail businesses mm-hmm. um, because of. I mean, it's so easy to order shit online now. Yeah. You don't really need a place to go to. Yeah. You just need a big enough mailbox to order a barbecue pit. Right. You know? Uh, And it's so much cheaper because Mm -hmm. the retail space has to charge, you know, at least twice what they bought it for so that they can pay for their their store. Yeah, they got to keep their electricity on. Yeah. Yeah. And their employees, Mm -hmm. you know? And the internet is killing that model. So really what you're going to be dealing with is people manufacturing the goods here or wherever, Mm. and that's going to create an opportunity for the mail system to come back up after being beat down for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be crazy. Well, I mean, like, I wish I could invest in something like that. Well, Amazon is what's keeping USPS afloat right now. Right. Like, and eBay. eBay, yeah. like, everything is uh, USPS. Yeah. I mean, it's... But I think that also creates, like, a way lower bar for entry, like, for people that want to get in, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to run a business now, you don't have to have a retail storefront, you know? No, man. Fucking Instagram exchanges so much money yeah. these days. Have you bought anything off Instagram? Um... A few things, yeah, actually. It's pretty it's pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh I've bought several things. Yeah. Um and people just run their online store there. Mm-hmm. And you can just go. It's not even a paid account. Yeah. You just go there and DM somebody that you want to buy from. Yeah. And then they'll mark that picture of whatever it is sold. Yeah. It's great. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know how we got into that, really. Well, I mean, we were just talking about Detroit and New York. and So, yeah, if you want to take my financial advice, <laughs> start an which Instagram I don't account. recommend, but yeah, digital business yeah. is going to boom. So vaccinate your kids, future. start a digital business. <laughs> yes, you can do it. It's very, it's very simple. <laughs> uh, do we have any friend questions? We well, do. Let's go into that. All right, uh, I'll go first. <laughs> Mike Rodriguez asks, "What is your favorite sci-fi movie?" Man, that's a big old question. That's a huge fucking question. Oh gosh, uh, yeah, so many things are so good. Uh, as far as, I don't know, probably the thing that I've watched the most would be Akira, but I'm not sure if that's my favorite anymore. At one point in my life, that was my favorite thing. You're gonna love the new one that comes out. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> Uh, they're they're not getting a penny from me but um merry christmas here's the (laughs) blu-ray uh gosh that is so alien is good blade runner's good primer's good so many things are good (laughs) the thing the thing is great yeah Yeah. Uh, um you know what Uh, this is a good answer for me this is the perfect answer my favorite sci-fi movie is robocop Ooh, good one robocop i I saw robocop theatrically when i was like maybe seven or eight years old yeah like when i was a kid you know my mom used to take us to the movies like you know during the summer it hit so many bases like horror yeah sci-fi drama it was like a straight up (laughs) 80s crazy action movie and oh you're talking about the 80s version yeah oh okay (laughs) uh my favorite um fuck man i really don't know I can't answer. Sorry. Yeah. That's that's a that's <laughs> too big. Just of, kidding. That no, question is huge. I gotta fucking at least try. Uh they live. That's a good one. Yeah. It's uh it's social commentary, it's uh sci fi. Yeah. It's action. That's why I love Robocop. I mean it's like, you know, there's there's yeah, a, there is a lot of social commentary. There's a real shortage. People and, people don't realize that, I think. Yeah, I mean there's a lot of social commentary. Oh, Robocop is just like, you know Especially now. It yeah, it, it hates the eighties. You know, it's so mad. And so is they live and I really wish that there were more movies right now that were doing that because there's so much to be angry about and there's more, more music, more art. Like it's not, it's not happening the way that I would think that it would be. I mean, I actually have heard that the new uh, Purge movie is supposed to be really hmm. like have a lot to say about kind of what's happening right now. All three of them seem to have had like a something against yeah. the rich. Yeah, I, I didn't love the first one. I mean, I, I actually I didn't love it. the first yeah. first one. That's why I didn't bother to see the others. But I, I mean, I've heard great things about both of them. So, yeah, I mean, I'm really going to maybe check those out. But um, so, yeah. while we're on the subject, uh, do you know Paul Verhoeven's next movie? No. Here's a hint. He's going to be working with Arnold again. Really? And it's a sequel. Oh, it's a Total Recall? No. Or Predator? No. What? Uh, Conan the King. What? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> that's... That's that's rad. Let that sink in. Wow. That's uh, going to be fucking amazing. Yeah. I don't care if it sucks. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that, that that's kind of his track record. Even, you know, Showgirls is terrible, but it's a good time. <laughs> yes, it is a good time. Uh, just going through some of his films, uh, let's see, there was, he did Starship Troopers, mm-hmm. um, Robocop, mm-hmm. did he do Robocop 2? No, just no. the first one. Uh, Total Recall? Total Recall, um, Flesh and Blood, I think he did that, what else? Um, that's that's top tier yeah. 80s yeah. action, He did some kind blood of creepy, and guts. Kind of creepy sock horse stuff with Rutger Hauer, like in yeah, guess, that's, Austria. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Blood and, I, I never blood saw and it. Flesh. Blood and Flesh? 
I don't know. I think that's the name of it. Anyway. I know. I know that I've like drawn a picture of Rutger Hauer from that movie, but I've never seen the movie. The movie's really good. <laughs> really, I have it if you want to check it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Interesting. All right. Um. Thomas Dieter asks. Oh no. Sure <laughs> I have a wanna... friend question for you. I need some advice on how to talk my girlfriend into doing anal. Uh, that's Brennan. I'm gonna let you take this one. Okay. Well, I feel like this is a really it's a touchy subject. Uh-huh. Um, first of all, you shouldn't be having to talk anybody into God doing anything. damn it. You got there like, before uh, I did. You know, a person's going to be into something or they're not going to be into it, you know? Right. And, you know, there are girls out there that are into that. You know, that, that's kind of their jam. So if the lady that you're with is, you know, that's what, if she's not into it and, you know, that's something you just absolutely need, maybe you need to explore your options. But maybe there's no convincing. No, there, there is no. There, it's either, that's either it's, a yes or a no. That is a... That's either a yes or I'm curious, let's find out together type thing. <laughs> That's not a, I mean, of course, the third option is no. Yeah. Always. But yes is a far cry from I'll try it out from with you, you know? Yeah. Uh, and that, that that's going to be a process. I don't know. I, I would say. Touchy subject. I, I can talk about a lot of things, but. You know, I mean, I, w- I would say you need to just have an op- have a converse have an honest conversation but you know listen to her and if she's just an absolute absolute no you know you either have to learn to live with that or find someone that is so that's my advice correct mundo all right so is that our first was that our first question about anal um <laughs> yes but i'm sure it's not gonna be the last it's not gonna be the last okay Oy. edward ed edward edwin <laughs> joseph jesus johnston asks Oh, he just said this is how the world ends. I don't. That's not a question. Uh, Steve Wigington asks, which '90s band would you like that people would think what the fuck? Uh, like, I'm not sure exactly what he's asking. Like, like, if, is it weird or is it bad taste? Or because I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I could. I'm sure I have plenty of answers for each of those. But I'm gonna go ahead and answer the Untouchables. Uh, you might have never heard the Untouchables, yeah, I'm, I'm not and with then. Them. Just think, oh, they're one of the good ska bands. Yeah. Actually, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're not one of the good ska bands. They're kind of like, a, at least the album that I have, it's like more of a romance kind of dance, 80s dance, uh, but like more R&B dance yeah. than like electronic dance. So so you mean like in in the terms of like something Just that, the album I know of. Yeah, something that, that like, you know, if someone found out that you listened to it, they would think it was weird. Like because it's I don't you. know. I think it's weird. Just because they suck, kind of. Yeah. If you're if you're not into that exact music, mm-hmm. then yeah, you know, it's not it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's kind of. So I don't know. The reason I bring that up is I didn't like it at first, yeah. and now I like it. Mm-hmm. So my first thing was not to like it, meaning it must have been bad, and now I just like it out of repetition. Go mm-hmm. ahead, Brennan. What do you see? Man, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm not sure exactly even what the question is truly asking because. I mean, shit. He said '90s band. God damn it! Oh, are they the an untu- '80s band? I think the Untouchables were '80s. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess just as like far as you know, something weird that I listen to that like if somebody else heard it, they'd be like, you know, WTF? Uh, maybe the Boredoms. Because hmm. I mean, they're they're just a very strange like Japanese noise rock band. Uh, they're, they 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 just always really did very unusual things. At one point, uh, the lead singer drove a bulldozer into the venue that he was playing as playing at at as a part of the performance. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you know, they they did a thing where they had like a drum circle of like seventy two people in a park and made a record or something. It was just, you know, a lot of weird stuff from that band, but I really like them. Uh, speaking of weird, uh, 
I saw the Thor documentary. A oh yeah, days the, ago. the John Michael Thor. Holy shit! I need to what watch a that. Fucking wreck, man. What a wreck. <laughs> I, I, I'm I like that dude. I'm I'm interested in that guy. Came this close to being another kiss. Yeah, and he was in such demand between two parties that were trying to squeeze the money. Yeah, he got kidnapped <laughs> and was not released until the contract contract terms were sorted out. Wow. And when that happened to him, it, it broke the situation for him to be big, to yeah. be another kiss. Wow. So his whole career is different levels of comebacks. Yeah. Like he would, it's like obstacle after obstacle would come in his way yeah. and, and just piss all over his fire. I mean, I, I'm not super familiar with his like music, but I mean, I've seen little bits of that movie he made. That were just... Music's awful. I, I didn't yeah. really like any of it. Yeah. But uh, the theatric. Yeah. presentation was it looked like it was amazing yeah okay. i have no answer <laughs> the untouchables was my answer yeah okay but it was a bad one sorry Whatever. go ahead next right. jason cowan asks god well, damn it okay it starts with you know this i saw a joke online the joke this is the joke mm-hmm. bartender says we don't serve your kind here a time traveler walks into a bar is yeah. this a good joke i can't decide um i'd like to hear it in person <laughs> okay <laughs> Well, I just kind of told it to you in person. <laughs> no. Here, let, okay, let, let, let me tell. I want to hear it from Jason. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, 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 it's no, not, not really it's that not good. good. It's no. not that good. No, I mean, it's not. But you know, yeah. there's a scale. I mean, of it would, bad. This joke would actually be funnier, funnier if Jason's brother Jeremy told it because I don't know if you're, you know, friends with Jeremy, but he's no, I'm enemies with him. Okay, so you're you're enemies with Jeremy. So he might never tell you a joke. Um, but yeah, Jeremy is probably the best joke writer and teller of our time <laughs> what <laughs> that's actually not how did i not know this? that's not true at all but he's oh, constantly okay. like coming up with some of the worst jokes i've ever heard in my life oh they're, i've heard some of these they're, jokes they're, they're god awful gorgeous i love they're, them they're i, I would like to have dad jokes oh <laughs> they're grandpa jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so okay yeah not a good joke uh the the cowan family you know comedic since just isn't happening so yeah okay uh steve wigington also asks if you would if you had to live with only eating candy what would be your choice jesus something sugar-free so i don't die diabetes (laughs) so like what raisins (laughs) they're nature's candy oh my god (laughs) yeah uh, i don't know if i if i have to only eat candy um that's tough that's gonna be a toss-up between a reese's big cup Mm. and nerds ropes i would say probably we can't be friends anymore brennan what nerds ropes nerds ropes man. come on but i mean honestly if i I had to choose between those two i would probably go reese's big cup because at least there's peanut butter and there's some nutritional value there you know there's at least protein in that uh i'd probably go turtles actually because they have caramel uh pecans and chocolate yeah so that's such a grandma candy if i go turtles <laughs> really yeah, turtles are delicious that's, that's i don't know what you're talking candy, about man. uh <laughs> is it i don't know um you could separate the nuts <laughs> if you <laughs> wanted something different uh, you could take you could wash the chocolate off <laughs> <laughs> wash the chocolate. <laughs> with caramel and nuts man i don't know that's my answer okay uh you got you got some more yeah okay uh katie sprott asks have you ever encountered a compulsive liar and if so what was the most outrageous lie you've ever been told uh i don't know that's that's a good question um i would say i was the most outrageous liar 
Really? Because people believe me. Yeah. And you, you can deadpan pretty good. It's tough to tell whenever you're kind of. It's different. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's I, different. What the fuck does? That I, I don't know. But actually, Moving I, I have almost. I would say that I've been an accomplice to a compulsive liar. Really? Yeah. Because okay, when I was in uh, like second, third grade. There was this kid, and his name was Daryl. And me and Daryl were really good friends. You know, we kind of hung out in school and stuff. We were both into Ninja Turtles and, you know, karate and rap music, which is pretty much what you have to be in to, you know, be my friend in 1989. Okay, I like where this so, is going. Um, Daryl was, a, like, a weird kid. I don't think a lot of people liked him. And I've always had this thing where if someone seems like they need a friend, like, I'm probably going to be your friend. You know, just be nice to you at least. Mm-hmm. Like, regardless of, like, how much people hate you. Wow. It's just, like, it's... God damn. It's just like, it's just, it's the kind of person I guess that I am. Uh-huh. Like, I just, I just don't like to see somebody not have a friend. It just bums me out. Wow. And I've been like this since I was a kid. Well, Daryl. Who was Hitler's friend, Brennan? Um, he had a lady. Interesting. <laughs> anyway. Uh, We're lucky Brennan wasn't born yet. You know, or his friend would be Hitler. <laughs> but you know what? Maybe if somebody would have been nice to Hitler, oh. the whole thing might not have gone down the way it did. Interesting. Could have been better, could have been worse. Who's to say? We'll see eventually when time machines are yeah. the reality. And anyway. So <laughs> Yeah. Like um That was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> that was my deadpan. Oh man. So yeah, Daryl. Um he would go to school and he would tell people that like we hung out over the weekend. Well, the thing is, like, we were in second grade, and Daryl lived, like, 25 miles away from me. So, he would come up with these, like, really elaborate, crazy stories about how, like, we, like, you know, rode four-wheelers together, or, like, went to the movies or something. And, like, I was like, that didn't happen. But, like, I didn't want people to hate Daryl, so I would play along with it. Oh, my God. And, like, I did this for, like, a year and a half. Oh, my God. Until I moved away. (laughs) Oh, shit. And then you you sent a pen pal letter and said, (laughs) hey... We never did that. I never saw him ever again. Like, actually, that's not true. He ended up coming, like, moving back in high school. Mm-hmm. And, like, he, he like he saw me one time, and he kind of recognized me, but he didn't talk to me. Wow. So I think maybe he, like, you know, had gotten older and processed exactly what had happened and what he'd been doing. But, yeah. So I didn't want to talk about, talk to his, uh, his, like, actual pathological liar. Yeah, like, I, I just, like, I don't know why I didn't say something, you know? Like, I just, I didn't want, you know, everybody to, like, treat Daryl like crap. So I totally went along with it. Brennan, the pathological accomplice. <laughs> I'm just a pathological Birch. best friend. Oh, <laughs> That's so crazy. It's really weird. Oh, shit. I just remembered. Uh, I left this out in the news. Fucking. Uh, what? Uh, AOL is back. Yeah. AOL is wow. fucking back. Why? Uh, I don't know. What are they doing? What are they selling? They're, they're offering T3 connections for forty dollars a month what yes t3 i don't even know how fast that is that's like three terabytes a second that's very fast um jesus christ like everywhere like how do they even have the infrastructure to do that i don't know that's really interesting yeah i would pay forty dollars a month for that yeah i'd pay forty dollars a month just to not have to pay comcast anymore because i mean i pay them 60 for you know way less than that yeah huh that was one of my lies by the way (laughs) how'd you going right yeah (laughs) Well, because you did the whole, we'll edit this out thing. <laughs> That's part of myself. Man, see? It's diabolical. Yeah. And it's, it's in the most mundane way. Like, And the thing that sucks is I'm still going to be your friend after this. So. <laughs> You're helping me out. Thanks. All right. Your turn. <laughs> With what? I have nothing. Questions, I'm man. I'm done. Okay. Well, I got one more. Another okay. another from K.E. Sprott. All right. What is the most unexpected thing you've ever seen at a live venue? 
To put things in perspective, a tranny had a bunch of balloons tied to a butt plug in her butt, and when she pulled it out, they floated over the crowd. That's something, I guess, that she said she saw. Wow. So, what is the most unexpected thing you've ever seen in a live music venue? Well, the first time I went to a rap rock show... This would have been what? Taste of Garlic? Taste of Garlic. Okay. Uh, I had never heard of him, but uh, a buddy of mine that I worked with uh, was in the band. He was a bass player. And uh, so I went there and they had this six foot bong that they made out of a bank tube. Oh, wow. And uh, it had like a a duct tape mask at the end of it. Yeah. Um, They were filling that up and letting the audience smoke it. Wow. Uh, I'd never seen that before. That was crazy. I also saw a man's micro penis after that. Wow. <laughs> I didn't expect that. Yeah. It was an eventful time. Uh, I would say probably for me was the first time I ever saw a lightning bolt. Uh, that, yeah. I think I was, was I? You might have been I there. Was I there? I don't know. I don't think you were at that one. Um, but this was like, I guess it was at Mary Jane's. Like it was, it was Oops the Tour. is the Locust and the Raw Bras and Lightning Bolt and Arab on Radar and uh, Quintron and Miss Pussycat. Anyway, like I was standing there and I guess like I was watching the Raw Bras. It was either the Raw That's Bras. That's the one that was super loud. Yeah, they were very loud. Yeah. Well, like I'd never seen them before at all. So like I was just watching this other band and all of a sudden I see this sp- these speaker cabinets start getting pushed into the side of the venue and a guy in a wrestling mask setting up a drum kit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's going on? And then this guy next to me, I don't know who it was. There's just some dude. He said, oh, that's lightning bolt. Hope you brought earplugs. And I was like, okay. And then that band finished. And then all of a sudden just this noise wall comes from the side of the venue. And I immediately fell in love with that band that night. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So, yeah. You didn't expect to go deaf. No, I mean, I I, I, I had like, you know, ringing in my ears for two days after that. Mm-hmm. And it, it was like crazy. It was, I'd never seen anything or heard anything like that. Right. Um, anything else? Uh, that's all I got. Okay. Time for some tinfoil tirade. <laughs> UFOs! See a ghost! Crazy unexplained shit! all right brennan so i've been following in the news i know this might come to a shock to you but um yes it's a fucking conspiracy theory about hillary uh the question the the way the media is framing Mm -hmm. the allegations against her yeah is was the server illegal yeah um my question is and it has always been from the very beginning, I don't give a fuck about the server. What was she using it for? Because in the very beginning, they they were saying that she took the information that was in top secret files yeah. and emailed that information to other parties. That's what I want to know. Right. I mean, I know a lot of emails have leaked, but that's what I want to know. Yeah, like what the information is being question. used for. I don't give a fuck that she had her own server. I mean, yeah, it's it's weird and it's suspicious, but and I want to know been illegal what since she 2009. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I mean, that's I don't think we're ever going to know. I think that, you know, like I said before, no one's ever going to. Well, she's not going to serve any time. And hopefully those interns, you know, got their immunity because <laughs> one of them will go down for it if anybody goes down. I'm uh, well, they can't do anything to people under her because she would have been just as complicit in it. She knew she knew. I mean, the thing is, what was it used for? Yeah. If it was set up, I mean, she she easily could have 
not done it. I right. mean, if everything was on the up and up, yeah. What what was the purpose? I mean, yeah. That's my question. Because I'm, she had she had her phone mm-hmm. hooked up to to do official email business. Right. What was the server's purpose? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's definitely shady. I mean, but But the interesting thing is that's not the way the media is framing the question. So not only is and you know, if you've listened to the show before, you know, I'm always pointing out stuff that that the media's done for Hillary or or whoever mm-hmm. other than the rightful. Well, well, I think the rightful candidate. Basically, there just right. hasn't been equal time. Right, and that's that's what hap- That's why fucking the Trump situation has even happened. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying it's really weird that mm-hmm. we don't know what those deleted emails were. Yeah. Nobody's leaked the deleted shit. Yeah. I mean, that's what. That's why she's gonna get away with everything. Mm-hmm. Because if there was like recovered deleted emails, yeah, and they pointed to wrongdoing, they wouldn't even be talking about the server, right? And that's 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 how the media is framing the FBI's investigation. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know, man. Nothing's gonna happen. She's gonna no. be fine. I just wanted to put that out there as a tenfold tirade that is brought to you by our one and only great sponsor, Lone Star Buttons, who I'll probably have some work for sooner than later mm-hmm. um lone star buttons is a custom pin on button company all their products are made in the usa at a reasonable cost in multiple sizes and shapes everything you purchase will be hand assembled by adam stimpy jones who has tons of experience and he's easy to work with and reliable and he's just a sweet little fucking guy wouldn't you say brennan absolutely absolutely the sweetest the sweetest he does so much sweeter than a nerd's rope uh yeah (laughs) anyway uh (laughs) if you want to get in touch with the lone star buttons you can email them at info at lonestarbuttons.com or you can call 281-798-1996 they do international shipping fyi and when you talk to adam stimpy jones tell them gabe sent you and you want to suck on his hairy tits um thanks for listening brennan you got anything Oh, yeah, social media shit. Eh, I got nothing for you people. Revengealworld.com. <laughs> Go there. Check out all of our social media accounts. Yeah. Let's see. We got at Revenge of the World on Instagram, at ROTW Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we got the Facebook page. And, yeah, do that stuff. You can reach all that shit from revengeoftheworld.com. From your telephone, soon to be implant behind your eyeballs. Yes. You will be seeing exactly what everybody else sees. Probably not Hillary Clinton's, because <laughs> she'll delete those images. Um, gently go fuck yourselves. Watch me.